Still sipping my tie, sitting courtside, Knicks and Nets give me high five. I be spiked out, I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I most definitely from. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back into another episode of the 526 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Wednesday evening where St. John's just dominated Villanova in the final quarter of that game. Um, final 10 minutes is you know what I'm prefacing by final quarter of the game. They absolutely took it to the Wildcats who had zero answers for what to do against the St. John's press down the final 10 minutes of that one. This game to me felt like at first 30 minutes of that one, like it was going to be similar to last year's unfortunate loss at Madison Square Garden where the Johnnies, I mean, they were in a defensive duel against Nova. It was back and forth. It was a game with a lot of missed opportunities for the Red Storm. And unfortunately, Nova would best St. John's 57-49 to in the final, like, four minutes of that game. And it sucked. Walking out of MSG, hearing the Villanova chants from the mainline faithful as they were going back to, you know, whatever after party that they had planned where they were going to go sip some fine wine and enjoy a charcuterie board. Uh, charcuterie board? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, so... Excuse me if I said it wrong. Rather, uh, just tonight was so huge. For someone like myself that cannot stand Nova and really just was looking forward to these two games against Villanova where we could finally stick it to them. And we did just that. Um, It felt like a game where St. John's was just going to go back, like I said, go back and forth with Villanova. The final four minutes was going to decide the game. That's how it felt. But eventually, it just all of a sudden clicked. Joel Soriano got to the free throw line, was dominant in the paint. when he. That's how you know he is on. A game like tonight is when he is at his best. He's back on the defensive end. He's getting stops there, making it tough, being a great rim protector as he is. And on the other side, he's getting to the free throw line. In the span of, I think, about 39 seconds, he had five points. Got a trip at the free throw line and then was able to go down and get an N1 opportunity with 9.02 left to give them an 11-point lead. And St. John's... They got momentum on a team, and they did not allow that team back into that game. Um, 
Two out of the last three games, that's what happened against Marquette and Creighton. We led at halftime in both of those games, and obviously we know the outcome. But tonight, that was a different story. It was a different story tonight. And I'll tell you what, everyone that saw the floor, they played a role in this win. Everyone. I don't care if you if you played five minutes. I don't care if you played 32. You played a role in this game. Everyone had a factor. And this was, I think, maybe not the best because, you know, there was definitely that scoring drought in the middle, but that's going to happen. This was probably the best um, win of the season for me in terms of the game itself with the atmosphere because the garden was rocking. You heard it on the um, on the broadcast. They mentioned it. They also mentioned what I believe to be at Frank in general. Um, they said whoever was behind us, whatever St. John's fan is behind us, you can hear him from Oyster Bay. It was a great atmosphere tonight at the Garden. Completely different. Completely different. You think about, um, you know, after the Michigan game and, you know, the games at the Barclays Center. You know, you think about the game um, against Fordham where the crowd was kind of sparse and not real lively. And I think even against Providence, that was kind of the same case where you weren't getting um the you know it's the middle of the week so you know i don't think the energy was really there of course down the end st john's was kind of faltering but still that was a different story tonight and i even think against marquette they played a factor but uh, tonight against villanova the crowd was amazing i mean it felt like you know you were at the game through the TV. I mean, it was just, it, it was really cool. Um, but, you know, for the game itself and for some individual accolades, I want to really shout out Simeon Wilcher. Only had four points, but I don't care. 17 minutes in his first start did a terrific job. Grabbed five boards, had some big shots to put St. John's up. Um, you know, his, I think first points of the game weren't until, um, the final minutes of the first half, if I'm not mistaken. And he had some big mid range jumpers, um, where he was able to, uh, to, I think at one point off an inbound, he made a really nice jumper as well. Um, and you know, it just seemed like he was more confident out there at times. Now there were other times where, you know, you could tell he's a freshman and he's learning, but I thought for his first start, he did a great job. Um, and I think, you know, with what Rick Pitino said after the game, he said, Sim is one of the best, um, teammates we have on this team, if not the best, um, I think was actually the quote. He said, Sim is the best teammate we have on this team, which I think is a lot. That's a lot for a, uh, for someone that, you know, doesn't give a ton of compliments, like uh, Rick Pitino, he'll tell you as it is, and he doesn't beat around the bush. And he, he said that. I mean, that's huge for a freshman. Two turnovers was what Sim got tonight. I thought that was, you know, for someone that's seeing the floor for the first time as a starter, seeing extended minutes, that was a great job by him. He made some good passes, not a lot of dumb ones. I don't think he had really any. Um, 
but did a great job. You know, he he really did well. So I want to shout out him. I also want to shout out uh, first game back, Jordan Dingle putting up 12 points, 6 for 13 from the field, um, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Great night from him as well. Zuby Ejafor came off, got some big, big, just energizer bunny minutes. Only gave you two points, but he knocked down a field goal, grabbed two boards, and when Joel went to the bench, you didn't miss anything with Zuby in the paint. Did a lot of stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet that, you know, would pass the eye test. Glenn Taylor, nine points, three of four from the field, two of three from beyond. Hasn't gotten a lot of opportunities this year, but had a big three, um, a few big threes tonight. But I thought... Teresa Traore with the big three as well in just five minutes. He played five minutes, but in that first half had a huge knockdown three, um, and I thought gave some energizer a couple minutes as well. So that's who I want to shout out from there. Dennis Jenkins, I thought had a pretty good night, nine points, had a big three um, as well. Four boards, six assists, um, grabbed three personals, so I want to cut down on that, but just two turnovers, had a steal, um, and... Of course, you know, I'm going to mention him. Joel Soriano, 21. Actually, before we get to Joel, I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger. RJ Luis, 8 points, 3 of 12 from the field, had a big 3 that he knocked down early, which was a pretty 3, by the way. That was a beautiful shot. 5 boards, 2 assists, had some nice passes as well, a block, a steal. I mean, he's completely down the line here on the stat sheet. He was great. Um, great job by him in some big moments. But Joel, listen, after three rough games, he turned it loose. 21 points, 8 of 9 from the field, 5 of 7 from the line, 9 boards, an assist, a block, and a big block at that. He was just outstanding. He had a great bounce back game tonight. And I'm telling you, he needs to, whoever he's going against, picture Eric Dixon. Because I feel like it's personal between him and Dixon. Dixon has schooled him and gotten the best out of him the last couple years. And in the press conference, Joel um, said, finally. I, I don't know if that was finally in terms of we finally beat them at the Garden. Or finally in terms of this is the first in series sweep for St. John's over Villanova since 1992. 1993 just a fantastic performance by st john's and i believe as i mentioned last time first win in the same season back to back since 98 99 great job by st john's and in a game that people were calling you saw it all over twitter or x um i'll quote unquote must win now i wasn't ready to put it in that category but definitely in terms of for those bracket watching at this point you had to get this win to continue the good momentum and not fall back into a potential, and plus you hit the road to go to Cincinnati. You don't want to fall into a, all right, they're kind of a fringe bubble team. You want to stay where you're at. You want to stay, all right, they're definitely an ALB, at-large bid, moving forward. Um, That's where you want to stay at this point in the season. You don't want to be drifting back into the wrong direction, of course, as we're ending the final 
um, game of games of January coming up. But you go on the road to Xavier against a Sean Miller squad that is struggling. You know, you beat the brakes out of them at Carneseca. You know Sean Miller's going to be prepared for this one. I mean, he doesn't let down um, easily. He always has that team ready to go. Um, but, you know, it's it's a road game. St. John's on the road in Big East so far. One and two in the Big East thus far. Like to even that up um, against Xavier, of course. But, you know, I, I just feel like when St. John's is able to take over a game like they did today, and even though it got rough, I mean, towards the end of the first half, Nova started making a run, and, and St. John's was getting really outscored. Um, it was when, when they got to tw- – we were at 28 for quite a while. I don't have the exact tick of it, but it felt like Nova was just getting the best of us at the opposite end. The zone seemed like we were a little fooled by it, but then eventually, you know, coaching I think really pulled us pulled us through. And I think at a certain point, someone woke up Joel Soriano and he just had himself a night. I mean, he had a, his garden moment. You know, you you think about it. You think about so many different um, St. John's players that have had their shining moment at Madison Square Garden. Joel Soriano had his tonight. I mean, that was a great game by him. And for anyone, I think, that's looking for any type of any player out there that's looking for any type of guide or just leadership or someone to look up to whether it's a young player even someone in college a young you know five a young four Joel Soriano is your guy or even just any player I always say this but when he came to St. John's his first year he was lost in Big East competition and he's unbelievable He's one of the most improved players throughout all of college basketball in the last three years. Just insane what he's been able to do in his time at St. John's. Every single year he's gotten better. But this year, what this year has brought is obviously different because his outside game's better. He's so much better on the defensive end. Even he's a little bit more dominant in the post, um, even more than he was last year. He's not just grabbing boards and and getting double doubles like he was last year, which is not. I'm not excusing that or putting that on the back burner. That's still very impressive, of course. But he's doing more. He's also mentally stronger. You know, rough stretch last three games didn't let that bother him. At times tonight, when things got rough in the paint and Dixon was getting the best of him, you saw him fight back completely. He's always got that fight, and Rick Pitino is pulling it out of him. And a great job by Joel Soriano. And I just want to say, final 10 minutes of this game, you had some great stops by St. John's. I mean, Nova couldn't buy a bucket. I'll tell you one thing, and this is not, I, I completely you know went at Kyle Neptune. I, I don't want to do that again, but... There's a clear, clear 
just difference in that room um, with Kyle Neptune being there and not Jay Wright. I don't want to kill him necessarily, but my God, have they taken a step back? They're not playing. Like, it, it, it just shows. They're not adjusting throughout the game. Um, and he's not pulling it out of those players. And I do think he preaches a lot of the you know right things, but it's just not – the message isn't getting across. But tonight the message certainly got across for the team that we all care about, and that's the St. John's Red Storm. Great night at Madison Square Garden on a Wednesday night, oh, middle of the week night, and the garden – was rocking. I don't have the exact attendance number here. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, attendance, 12,859 strong. Great night at the Garden. I mean, can you imagine if that place was at 100% for a Johnny's game? Mike Anderson talked about 40 minutes of hell. We wouldn't. We might have to bring that back for the fan base. Because that would be insane. Now, some people might not like it that I just said that. But I don't care because that would be pretty cool if we could get it completely packed. But regardless, two hours and five minutes of fun basketball and a great night to be a St. John's fan. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Keep packing the garden. They make a difference. You know, Jordan Dingle said he had never played in an atmosphere like this. And he played at the Palestra. No, jokes aside, Palestra's great, but, you know, it's definitely not, you're not going to get, you know, noise like you do at Madison Square Garden, of course, and with the with the sound. But just an awesome, awesome turnout for a weekday. I keep saying middle of the weekday, and we got that, we got those numbers. Again, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, be back on for uh, the next Big East game on schedule. That's going to be... Next week, next week, January 31st, last game of the month. Hopefully, we finish the month out strong and get a win against Sean Miller's Musketeers. Thanks, everyone, again for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York If I can 